Somebody hack our Facebook page last night. <clears throat> yeah. It's Mike and John got it going on. Brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Good um, Tuesday morning. What 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 happened? Yeah. What, what what happened? I'm putting up the new logo. Ah. Because well, we, you know, we, we, we we've 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 altered logos, as you yeah. can see, although the lighting guys around here they're they're terrible i think they were working on the facebook page last night too <laughs> i think they were all at some party yeah, and uh, it got out of hand or something so yeah but, we we're radio guys <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know so the visual I, not so I, much. I realize that you know we've moved beyond that now and uh but it's um it's been almost a year it's we uh, it together by we, now. The, the lighting thing is uh, beyond us and um you know, the, yeah, it's, so. Just so you know, it's really not this dark. We need a decorator in the, in, in the room. <laughs> no, we we're had to, not sitting. In we the turned the together. lights down because we got our new logo. <laughs> we got our new logo board here, but it's too shiny. <laughs> Put the lights on, you know, then it shines off if, the board. If you wear a hat, yeah. that'll, that'll deflect some of the. No, the actually, there's more light coming off you. Oh, it is. I think I'm it's because of the computer screen. Yeah, you know. Okay. So, uh, well, great stuff coming up for you today. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll, is we'll it, talk with. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Okay. JD is going to join us with JD's Tossback Trivia. We'll get to that today. Uh, is it tied up? Am I right on that? I think you're Scorecard right. Scorecard yep. tied up. Uh, the Giving Barn. We'll have the uh, the person that runs the yeah. Giving Barn. One of the three. There's uh, three women that uh, have uh, created this or- organization. We'll talk with her in just a few minutes. We'll get to uh, the answer, the correct answer to last night's uh, trivia question. The Monday night trivia question. Uh, we'll see if anybody got it right last night. We'll get to our two-cent history lesson and more. But first, let's get you up to speed with what's going on. Clouds today, a high near uh, 33 or so. Snow headed our way tomorrow. We might be starting a little later. We'll see. Depends on how much snow we get. Uh, three to six inches of possibility. In the meantime, local news brought to you by Cooper and Pinkley Jewelers. All right, here's what's going on. Buses in two Howell area locations were struck recently by thieves seeking catalytic converters. The first incident occurred January 7th at the Livingston Essential Transportation Services lot at Grand River and Burkhart Road, where several vehicles ready for auction and a single Let's bus were vandalized. The street value of the converters was estimated to be just under $12,000. The Livingston County Sheriff's Office is investigating that case. A second incident occurred occurred this past Friday at the Howell Public Schools bus depot off M59 next to Howell High School. Reportedly, nine of the school buses, five that run on gas and four that run on propane, had their catalytic converters cut out. Howell police are investigating. They say they expect to soon release additional information. A study from the National Insurance Crime Bureau indicates the thefts of catalytic converters, which are sought for the precious metals and the emissions-reducing devices, increased by 325% between 2019 and 2020. Troopers from the Michigan State Police Brighton Post continued to investigate a fatal crash over the weekend. According to a release, troopers responded on Saturday just before 8 a.m. to the area of Lima Center and Seats Road in Washtenaw County for a vehicle fire. 
Upon arrival, a male subject was found in the vehicle with a dog. Both were declared dead at the scene. An initial investigation shows the vehicle left the roadway and crashed, catching on fire. The deceased uh, driver was identified as 33-year-old Carl Weber of Dexter. No other vehicles were involved. Alcohol appears to be a factor. The investigation, though, is ongoing. And the major fundraiser for the Oakland Livingston Human Service Agency will return to its traditional time and place next month. The 33rd annual Walk for Warmth, which assists local families with utility costs during the winter, is set to take place Saturday, February the 11th from 8.30 till 11 a.m. at the Heartland Educational Support Service Center. For the past two years, the event had been moved to May and held outdoors due to COVID concerns. On average, about 300 Livingston County residents and families receive assistance for utility costs with the funds raised during what organizers call a fun, non-competitive walk-what-you-can event, which also features local vendors, entertainment, and activities for kids. All money raised during the Livingston County Walk for Warmth will stay local. Sponsorships and volunteers are still being sought. You'll find those details and registration links on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Mark Binkley could barely drive a car when his dad bought the best jewelry store in town from Mr. Cooper. He spent a lot of time there after school and weekends, enough to know that he loved the jewelry business. Mark and his family were exiting a Sunday church service when Mark saw something more dazzling than any precious stone, Barb Lockery. Successful and beautiful was a combination too great to resist. And around Valentine's Day, a nervous and pale Mark Binkley asked Barb Lockery to be his bride. They were married in the rustic, cozy church sanctuary where they met and decided to build Cooper and Binkley Jewelers together. You'll see them there every day, working hard just like you, helping people make special times in their lives even more special with a gift from Cooper and Binkley. They'd love to hear your stories of romance at Cooper and Binkley Diamond Jewelers in lovely downtown Brighton. So the catalytic converters, yes. how much are they worth? Well, the ones that were stolen out of the Let's lot were just under $12,000 uh, altogether. That was the street value. <laughs> <laughs> like to buy a catalytic yeah. converter? Yeah, well, there, there's been problems with that. But you know how it passes. is, how those street dealers, they cut it up. They'll cut uh, up those catalytic converters to, you know, make it go farther. I see. Yeah, you don't want to have that, you know, then you get the baby formula. You know, if you have a catalytic converter tip, you can call the Giggle line, uh, yeah. our hotline, yeah, 517-525-9052. Yeah. We will uh, we'll we'll investigate. We'll pass that out to the authorities. Yeah, we'll pass it on to the authorities. But so. that's our Giggle line. But, you know, if you saw the comments on that story on our Facebook page, which, I by did. the way... Uh, Gigo News, the only uh, you know uh, local news uh, outlet to uh, cover that story. But if you look at some of the comments on there, some people uh, talking about their uh, catalytic converters, you know, uh, cut out at like park and ride lots and other yeah. issues where. And apparently, it is fairly easy to remove those. And as somebody pointed, I forgot who it was. They pointed out, that, or uh, maybe it was Uncle Bill, Could've who been. said. You know, you need eight technicians <laughs> to change your oil on, the, on, you know, cars now. But the catalytic converter, they can get out Snip no problem. Out no time. Here's the thing. I had I had trouble with my Fiero a few years ago where it was like it felt like I was just driving and all of a sudden I just hit a, a wind pocket. Like I couldn't go any faster. Right. And it turned out that the catalytic converter was all jammed up, was all clogged up. And it cost me more. <laughs> to have it removed because of all the the labor intensity of it, and I'm what, like, wait a minute. And what year was that? The, the, it was just the, the, the Bureau was in '86, yeah, well, or is in '86, so it's probably hidden underneath, and you know, the tech, the engineers probably hid the thing from the mechanics. But anyway, 
It costs me a lot of money to have it removed. So these guys, apparently, they've made it a lot easier to steal (laughs) catalytic converters. If I'd have known it was so valuable, I could have got more for the car with the catalytic converter. Probably. But All right. So So if you have a a tip, 517-525-9052, whether it's on catalytic converters, traffic, or anything else, we'd love to hear from you. That's the Giggo line. So call the Giggo line. Give us a call. Uh, Now we're going to call Uncle... Jeff, J.D. Uh, J.D. For a little tossback trivia. He's actually our cousin. If he's your uncle, oh, that's then right. I didn't know that. Oh, uncle well, Bill is the uncle. uncle. I mean, we're not in Alabama, Jim. for God's sakes. <laughs> hey, good morning. Hey, good, good morning, morning Jeff. <laughs> you sound <laughs> you forget about You sound pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Did you forget uh, about no. No, no, I was uh, I was midst workout, and I'm oh, like, all right. huh. What, working was, the packs, are you? I was... Uh, I was doing planks. Oh, holding planks. You're planking. Well, over you know there. what? You you could give us the the tossback trivia while doing a plank. Yeah, let's. Uh, that would be impressive. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't do a lot of talking then. Okay. <laughs> but there'd be some I was grunting. Ex- I was I was expecting the new phone number. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I yeah, I probably should have done that. Yeah, I don't know why. That new phone number five two five. We want to know why we're keeping that line open. Jim. Yeah, just in case somebody wants <laughs> yes. to call in and help us. Maybe we'll get a phone a friend. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> they actually could do that, right? Because they could call and you could you could take uh, that yeah, on, on the Giggo phone. Right, right. It's so uh, if we don't know an answer, somebody could call that in and help us out at five one seven five two five nine zero five two. Yeah. What's our first that question, Jeff? What's our time? Well, we are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, we we're we're going to go back and and try to help John. Uh, even the score for oh. 2023, and we're going back to cereal. Back to cereal. Okay. All right. Back to cereal. Okay. But I, I, I'm hoping the first two questions. Did I just do uh, a cat? Yeah, that that's my wife's friend's cat. It's very annoying in the morning. Oh. What's the cat's name? Uh, yeah. Elsie. Elsie. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Like she has markings like a cow. So she's Elsie. Elsie the Borden cow. <laughs> Get to the cow question. <laughs> yes. All okay. Right, All right. So I think JJ Quinn might have a spin in the records, might might have an advantage here. Well, oh, someone's Quinn. done wow. some deep research yes. over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Records. This is serial. Yes. In 1970, the Monkeys TV series had been done for two years, but repeats of the show were so popular on Saturday morning programming. Uh, they were sponsored by Post Cereal. Yes. The same year, the cereal company put cutout monkey records wow. on the back of rice crinkles, alphabets, and honeycomb. I'm sure you guys cut out those oh, little God, yeah. yes, fives on the back. We are that old. <laughs> there were three different records. How many songs were on each record? Oh, wow. One, two, three, or four. And yes, they put those big hits like uh, you know the Monkees theme. Oh, I'm yeah, not your stepping stone. Last train to Cartsville. I'm a believer. Um, I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, you think two, one on each side. I mean, it's a stupid thing that's on the back of a cereal box. I mean, you know, how many? What, are they gonna put a double album on there? You know, Frampton Alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say two. I think it's. I think there was uh, one. You think just one? One song. Oh. Because there was no flip side. You may have got me on that. Uh, I was overthinking it. Well, you you never do that. So, all right. (laughs) There's our answers. 
All right. Well, I will forewarn you. It literally was the whole width of the box. It was four songs on there. Four songs? Wow. wow. I just remember getting... I don't even remember the monkeys on those. I remember uh, the Archies and Sugar Sugar. Wow. Well, I, I, I remember that too, but okay. I... I actually don't remember rice crinkles. No, I don't. And when you I said it, you, I thought you were miss saying rice krispies, but then it was yeah. probably the oh, yeah, post their their version, right? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't yep. Kellogg's rice krispies. Um, Correct. Okay. All right. So there was there was four. I'm gonna double check that. There were four. All right. John's double checking. I'm gonna double checking on you. He's a news guy. Post post made post made rice crinkles. No cheating though. Yeah. We don't. Cheat. All right. We'll phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters Go Disco. So in 1979, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, and Booberry were sitting around frightfully lonely on a Saturday night when they decided to go disco dancing. In a four-minute adventure, <laughs> oh boy. it's a record on the back of the box, eventually winning a dance contest. So this is the Monster Go Disco uh, tune. Who won the dance contest, the disco dancing contest? Was it Frankenberry, Count Chocula, Blueberry, or all of them? I got to say Blueberry. Blueberry knows how to get down. He seemed like the boogie and kind. I got to go Frankenberry. He seemed like the boogie and kind. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, all of them won. Oh, I see. They all got a participation uh, trophy then. I see. Yes, Count in, in other records down with the ladies. <laughs> yeah, their their other records were uh, Count Chocula goes to Hollywood and Monster Adventures in Outer Space, but uh, Frankenberry got the nickname of Franken Boogie. Yeah. Oh wow! And the Franken right. Boogie fever. All right, so you didn't know much about records on the back of cereal. Nope. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, by, uh, by the way, we, our, our fact-checking department finally caught up. And, uh, yeah, you're right. Four songs uh, on each of those. Uh, you can, uh, If you've got one of those, by the way, you can sell it on eBay for 80 bucks. Wow. Yeah, so. Wow. Anyway, just thought I'd. That, <laughs> I'm oh, sure Jeff's I'm like, sure. I, I already I'm did sure. the research. Hello. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm sure there's some hoarder somewhere who <laughs> yeah. can get 80 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This will be, I think this will be a little easier. Uh, I'm going to change this from the serial and records to uh, voices. So Paul Freese, one of the most sought after voice actors in his time, uh, but he was most well known for his commercial work. He was Toucan Sam. He was Boo Berry. And he was also the Pillsbury Doughboy. What other character was he? Was he Dudley Do-Right? Boris Badenoff? Mr. Moose? Or Snidely Whiplash. So, the voice of Toucan Sam, the Pillsbury Doughboy. What cartoon character was he? Hmm. Yes. But no. <laughs> I, um... I gotta, Dudley Do-Right. No, I gotta, okay. uh, I'm going to say Toucan Sam. He, 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 was, he was. You can't answer it. I'm saying you can't. You're not paying attention. You can't change my answer. <laughs> All right, that's his answer, Jeff. That's his answer. <laughs> it wasn't even one of the. the... I also like to live dangerously. <laughs> he follows his nose wherever it goes. The flavor of fruit. All right, what were the other choices? <laughs> All right. 
So the guy who did the voice of Toucan Sam, Boo Berry, and the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, okay. Pillsbury. Was, he did, oh, oh. What, so you had Snidely Whiplash, okay, okay. Whiplash, Dudley, Dudley, Dudley Do Right, right, Mister Moose, or Boris. Oh, Madden. and I said Dudley Do. Oh, then I'm going to say Snidely Whiplash. Oh, he was with that. Moose and Squirrel. Oh, Boris Badenov. Uh, really? Uh. Okay. So I, I've that, completely lost track of the score Well, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Is it still 0-0? <laughs> we zero? haven't gotten anything right today. All right. Well, yeah, it's on par. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Mo- Dawes Butler, founding father of voice acting, also brought to life one of my most beloved serial mascots of all time, Captain Crunch. What character wasn't he? Oh. Captain so, Crunch. Cap- <laughs> no, he <laughs> was Captain Crunch. He was. <laughs> was he Huckleberry? Was he Huckleberry Hound, Quisp, Quick Draw McGraw, or Deputy Dog? What was so, he not? What one of so, those was he not? Correct. Right. The guy who voiced Captain Crunch was also three of these. Well, due to his non-compete clause, he could not be Quisp. He was the three others. That's my guess. I'm gonna say hey. I'm gonna say Quisp. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm piggybacking. I think you're right, and, though. And that spinning thin on his head, the propeller. He he was Quisp. Was he? See. Wow. Well, why'd you take and, that on me then? Because well, <laughs> I thought you had it. You had it right. <laughs> he became a big sensation for Huckleberry Hound. Yeah. Mm. Uh, whose whose draw was inspired by his veterinarian from North Carolina, yeah. and everyone knows Quick Draw McGraw and Huckleberry Hound are the same. Right. He was not Deputy Dog. Mm. Okay. So I'm Sorry. still completely we, lost we, where we're at we, here. We're over right? four. We're over four. Well, oh we're man, yeah. Man, Uncle right. Bill would be proud of this. <laughs> yeah, you stumped right. us. We're yes. to the tiebreaker. Lay it on us. Okay. Uh, I'll do a first tiebreaker here. This will be pretty easy. I think you just will get it. Uh, what year was the first record on the back of a box of cereal? And I'll give you a range from 1950 to 1970. Okay. The first record. The first record. First time. The first record. Yeah. On the back of a cereal box. All right. You're <clears throat> I'm I'm leading. The same score as you I are. guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, 1969. I will say 1968. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, it gives you the whole range. I'll go 1968. All right. The hint will be it was Wheaties and it was Mouseketeer Records. Yeah. Multiple versions, including Mickey Mouse, the Gadgetry, Chippendale. It was 19. 56. Wow, that's uh, you got it. Seems like advanced technology to me at the 1956 level. But uh, all right, so I'll take the they win were, here. And um, <laughs> John crushes it. Oh yeah, yeah he sure did. Yeah, it was a sweep. I'm the tiebreaker. Yeah, they were running at 78. So it's a runaway. Oh, it was a 78. It wasn't oh. even a 45. <laughs> did you have to crank up the cereal box like a Victrola? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, all Jeffy, right. you you did your work this yes, week. Yes, you did. I congratulations. Think. Yeah. All right. Oh, all right. I am gonna. I, I'm gonna. I'll even let you know what we're doing next week. Uh, I will actually be in Florida, but I will be available. We're gonna do the love boat next week. Okay, love boat. All right. 
All right. We probably won't study, but we'll try and remember that we're doing the love boat next week. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. All right. Thanks. JD's uh, throwback trivia. Thanks, thanks for checking in. Cousin Jeff, we appreciate right. it. You All right. got it. All right. Have a good day. Mike All right, and John uh, got it going on, brought to you by Firehouse Doors. They have been celebrating uh, here in Livingston County. It's their 25th year serving Livingston County residents. And in January, you get $25 off a service call if you mention Mike and John. And be listening for additional silver anniversary promotions in the coming months. They are family-owned. They strive to treat each customer like family. Firehouse Doors is veteran-owned. Mike Witt, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. And for the past 22 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor of CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. And don't forget, all through January, you can register to win $500 worth of Visa gift cards. Courtesy of Firehouse Doors, just go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. You can enter there. We'll do the drawing uh, next Wednesday. A week from tomorrow. Yeah. So you have a week to get signed up. Absolutely. big drawing. We're going to do that next Wednesday, the 1st of February. Um, we have the uh, Living Barn. Giving Barn. Giving Barn. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had, I had but, but there we are. Now i got to re-sign yeah. in. Here we go. So, uh, All right. All right. Interesting organization. We're going to be talking uh, to uh, Tanya DeFever, one of the three women who uh, organized this. And, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, an organization that has been uh, helping out folks for quite a while. Six years. Tanya? Good morning. Good morning, yeah. Tanya. You got together with Amanda and Heather and uh, put together the Giving Barn, and you're in your sixth year. Tell us a little about the, uh, for the folks that haven't heard, about what the Giving Barn does and how it all came about. Well, we are uh, five. First of all, thanks for having us. Of course. Um, we are a 501c um, nonprofit, and we started back in 2018. Amanda gave me a call and Heather, and she wanted to help a single mom of, I think, three at the time who had never had a Christmas, never had a Christmas tree. So we lost our flipping minds <laughs> and redid and redid her uh, entire apartment and provided Christmas gifts, just us and, you know, our friends. And, you know, from there we were hooked. And Amanda had had the vision for 10 years to start a nonprofit that was a little bit different. Um, I think one of the things that stands out for us is that we – don't want to have hoops for people to jump through, you know? Right. People and, need help. You want to just be able to provide that help uh, you right. know, as, as barrier-free as possible. We should also mention, when you say Amanda, we're talking about Amanda Hart, and Heather is Heather Hodge. Uh, so we want to make sure we give full credit to, to all three of you. So Yes, the two amazing women. They're amazing. So you got the three musketeers here providing Christmases for people. Now, is, is it just for Christmas, the giving nope. barn, or you do nope. stuff all year round? So from that experience, yeah. you've expanded it out. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, big time. To, we've, we have literally went crazy. But we have, you know, some awesome volunteers coming on board and, you know, getting things more organized and streamlined. And, you know, we really use the power of social media a lot to connect to people that have things to donate to people that need things, um, which is awesome. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, the response you got from helping this family out that, that first Christmas, I mean, was it kind of instantaneous? You knew like, hey, we got to keep this going? Or did, you know, did somebody else say, hey, I saw what you did there. I'd like to help out. No, we just knew it is, it's where we needed to be. Right. I mean, there, of course, with any nonprofit, 
you know, you have moments during these last five years where we were like, are we doing the right thing or we're exhausted because it is exhausting, but we have the most amazing community. I mean, people really, really are generous and step up when we need something, when a family needs something. So we just got hooked and we just absolutely love what we do. Um, You know, we just really want to meet people where they are and build a relationship and offer resources and just you know we have families that we do help regularly well you, you know, a, we you're using uh, social media so so explain to us how how if if somebody is in need of something are, are they just recommended by others or are they coming to you and saying hey i hear you do this we're, we're kind of in a, a rough situation right now. Can you help us out? Or is it uh, f- friends or family or coworkers that are recommending people to you to, uh, to give to? Well, we have both. Um, we have friends or family that reach out on behalf of others. Um, but we, you know, we've been around long enough where the word has gotten out. So we have people that will private message us directly and we have a super simple form just for the fact of staying organized of what they need. Um, and if we don't have it in the barn, because we do have a pole barn, which is currently on private property, which is a good time to put a plug in. We need a building. <laughs> we need a public building. Somebody out there, please. Um, because we're packed in this little barn and it's so, but then, you know, so then we'll put the word out if we don't have what we need in the barn And, um, you know, and another unique thing is if we need to deliver it, we will, because a lot of people, you know, when they're in a crisis or um, they're in in poverty, they don't have transportation. So we will actually deliver it. We have furnished many, many apartments for women coming out of domestic violence, single dads, etc., and uh, so obviously the three of you have you know, started this and are at the heart of the organization. Have you brought on other volunteers to, to sort of, you know, pitch in and help out? Oh, absolutely. We have a full board um, that is absolutely amazing. Um, they just have huge hearts for people as well. And we also have a volunteer group now, um, which is a lot of type A personalities because I'm a type B. I'm the creative hot mess. And... Um, you too. They are, yeah, yeah. They are fantastic. They you, just you think really you're a type are. B? <laughs> yeah. I know, creative hot mess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, so you wouldn't disagree? I didn't think you'd disagree, <laughs> but I, I, I think you're yeah. more A and B. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're just a big mess. Yeah. <laughs> a total mess. All right, let's get back to our, yeah. Let's get back to Tanya here. So, so you do you need more volunteers, or are you just looking for uh, for folks that uh, may have some things to donate, or, or yeah? What's both? your What's your big need? Our biggest need is a truck because our barn truck died. Oh, I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. Were were you the one driving at the time? I was the one driving when I lost the tire down Fowlville Road. Right. Yeah. And that uh, was great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Time for a new truck. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's hilarious now. Now. Yeah. At the time. I mean, we're glad nothing, you know, uh, there was nothing ultimately bad happened other than the truck. No, I was only doing 20 miles an hour because I heard something was going awry with the truck. Right. Right. You knew. You didn't just turn up the radio and ignore it. (laughs) Uh, So a a donated vehicle would certainly go a long way to. Yeah. That truck was donated to us four years ago by a business with Fenton, and it's lasted us four years, which is totally awesome. But yeah, if there's a business out there that is 
getting ready to sell a truck and wouldn't mind donating it for an awesome tax write-off, we could use it. And a building, and, you know, we'll take a sugar daddy. Okay. <laughs> hey, when you find that sugar daddy, if you could, you know, see if they have a little sugar, sugar left over. Or a little sugar mama for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah, they have we'll, a sugar, or mama, sugar and you mama. Either or. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll throw your name out there. All right. Uh, excellent. <laughs> and so, Tanya, if if uh, if there is a sugar daddy out there, or you know, realistically, someone that maybe has a truck or potentially a building that they could help you with, uh, how should they contact you? What's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, really, the fastest way to get a hold of us is Facebook. If they just type in at the Giving Barn, right? But also, we have um, a website, info at the Giving Barn at Gmail or email info at the Giving Barn Gmail all right. So, so ways and that's to, how people can donate too. Info the giving barn at gmail.com. We have, you know, Venmo, Zell, all right. that. All you know, right. because we're hip. You know? Many ways to <laughs> many ways to help out the, the hip trio at the giving yeah. barn. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate you joining us this morning, Tanya, and uh, good luck finding a vehicle, whether it's, uh, are you looking for a pickup truck or a cube uh, cube van or box truck, anything, either or whatever, whatever can haul stuff. To help people. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, hopefully somebody can step up. So yeah, of course, Tanya, we're happy to help out. Again, the uh, Giving Barn, and uh, probably the easiest, quickest way to find them is just search out the Giving Barn on Facebook, and uh, you'll have all the information there to uh, uh, pitch in, and uh, hopefully... Uh, Hopefully a vehicle uh, will be coming your way soon enough. So that's what we're, we'll be wishing for you. Awesome. Thank you guys right. so much. Yeah, Tanya, of course. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. Yep. Have right. an awesome day. Thanks, All right, you, you too. too. We expect uh, a little bit of snow to head our way over the next uh, 24 hours no, or we so. Don't. I, I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> no. I hope you plow the lot before I, wanna, I get I here uh, hear this. tomorrow. I don't hear this garbage. <laughs> Actually, I think it's tomorrow <laughs> between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Is, is when the bulk of the snow is supposed to come. Right. But three to four inches, so... Uh, we'll keep you posted. Uh, trivia last night brought to you by our friend Tanya Zirkel with Remax Platinum, whose motto is comfort is the key to home. The question, 27% of children do this against their will. <laughs> it's probably because their parents want them I was to do say, it. Isn't most of what kids do at a certain age kind of against their will? So we wanted to know what it is. Right. Okay. And I think a lot of the answers were us harking back to our childhood and what we were kind of made to do <laughs> or forced to do well, uh, by our parents. And did we make our children do this? Some of the answers, if I could get my page updated. <laughs> well, go to church. Yeah. See, now we had, my boys were like that. They would, they would go, but it'd be like, can we get donuts after? So it was the donut bribe. Well, they would uh, negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, see, that's a savvy negotiator. Yeah, that's smooth. And then your, your kids both kind of went into business, or well, you know, one of them is, uh, you know, entrepreneurish. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you saw early signs. Yeah, it was success by donut. Yeah. <laughs> Other great guesses included making your bed, brushing your teeth. Things that you should do. Right. Uh, sit on Santa's lap. Christine guessed yeah, that. That and, is a great guess. Right. Because a lot of kids, especially younger. I never liked going yeah. to sit on it's Santa's a scary, lap. It's a scary proposition, you know? <laughs> and you think about it these yeah. days, when you look at a, a thing that, yeah, just go sit on this strange guy's lap. Sure, he dresses kind of <laughs> funny. And tell him what you want. Yeah, sure, he smells a little bit, you know, <laughs> like Uncle Dale. But... <laughs> he smells a little like Jack Daniels. <laughs> 
But other than that, everything's fine. Uh, ride the bus. Do your homework. Yeah. yeah I mean, I know bus. ride the bus. I think there were some kids that like riding the bus, well, and sometimes it depended on your bus driver. And who was on the bus with you. Well, that's true. That's true. Inspiration. I mean, I, one of my kids was like, I want to ride the bus. Why can't I ride the bus? I'm like, okay. And then the next year, we're like, fine, ride the bus. And like, like two days in, they're like, I don't want to ride the bus anymore. We're like, well, What tough. happened? <laughs> so. Any of your kids get in trouble on the bus? I have no comment. Um, <laughs> Jeff said take a shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when or they're a little. bath. Yeah, know. when they're little. It's like, yeah. Why do I got to take a bath? Why do I got to take a shower? Do the dishes? It's a great guess. Uh, let's see what else. I uh, have to go to bed or go to sleep. Now as we get older, we're like, when can I take a nap? John? John. What? Oh. <laughs> um, attend another child's birthday party. You know, because it's, well, you, because sometimes parents are like, well, you should be friends. Yeah. And you're like, but I don't I, like them. Uh, they're, they're, they're jerks. I don't they're like dorky. them. They're dork. Uh, like, but, but I'm, you know, but they're like, they're friends with their parents or whatever, or they have an acquaintance with the parents. And so they're like, sure. you kids ought to get together. And you're like, I don't want to go to that dork's party, um, is what the kids all said to me. <laughs> um, oh, what? <laughs> Uh, another great guess was uh, hug family members. Right. <laughs> Go to family functions along those lines. Go to family yeah. functions. Uh, Madonna said, "Hang with their siblings." Yeah, yeah. Especially you know if you got like a little brother. I always liked hanging with my little brother. Yeah. I was the little brother, and I yeah. your your big brother. My brother be like, hit the road, kid. Yeah. Uh, Melanie said. Uh, Melody said, use deodorant. There is that time. In, right. in a child's life when you have to say. Yeah, especially, yeah. Well, Here's life. a stick. They Use the, it. They get the funk. Yeah. Um, Scott, great Scott, said chores. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes doing chores. No. And, you know, you always have to make them. Um, Dan said go to college. Some kids didn't want to go to college. Their parents said you're going right. to college. So um, it's better for you. Right. A, a couple came close. Uh, I know that uh, Mary said learn to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another one that had something so along take those. Music lessons, yeah, take music. Music. Julie said take music yeah. lessons. Are, did anyone get the right answer? I don't think anybody got the exact the, the answer. Exact those right were the answer. closest. Yeah. But Kimberly said eat their vegetables. That's one, that's yeah. one I think is pretty common too. But the, uh, the correct answer was take piano lessons. Right. Which John can't come out and play right now. <laughs> He's was, practicing the piano. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan can't, can't come out and play right now. Yeah. He's practicing the piano. Right. Or... Did he record an Elton John song <laughs> and play that? Yeah. So unfortunately, no exact correct answer, but no. some people on the right track. So but, uh, yeah, we always appreciate the, uh, the, the the attempts, the effort there, of course. Uh, and trivia brought to you by Tanya Zirkle with Remax Platinum. Her motto, comfort is the key to home. You can find her online at soldbytanyaz.com or email her, soldbytanyaz at gmail.com. We have a piano that nobody knows how to play in our house. We so finally got you... rid of our piano. My parents had a piano. When they bought a house, I think the piano was just there, and, and <laughs> they got suckered into taking like, Oh, a piano, that'll be nice. And I think anyone, many people know that pianos are like an anchor around you that you can't get rid of nope. if you don't have an actual piano player in the, in the house, and then you try to get rid of them. And my kids were the same way, where they wanted to play piano, until they had to like practice, and then they, yeah, they didn't want to play the piano, too, and, that didn't and then you're stuck with the piano. And so eventually, I remember when I first put the, you know, we had a night. It was a pretty nice piano. I thought it was good condition. Put it up on like Facebook Marketplace. Said you know, hundred bucks, nothing. 
I'll give like, you a hundred bucks to take it. <laughs> Fifty bucks. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I go, just come and get it. Nothing. Just help me move it out to the curb. <laughs> Finally, someone came and got it for free. I'm like, get this thing out of here. I'm like, it's your problem <laughs> now. No questions asked. No take backs. Hit the road. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure the next day Door's they're like, locked. hey. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, take piano lessons. Our answer this morning, our two-cent history lesson today. By the way, it's a Beer Can Appreciation Day today. Oh, well, this is your beer day. Beer Can Appreciation. All right. Two-cent history lesson, of course, brought to you by Oakland Insurance. Our good friend, Drew Goble. Now, also, y- you have a, a, a beer can collection. I, which I do. It's, it's up in my attic somewhhere. Multiple probably times. rusting right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was quite the thing in the 70s, too be a beer can collector wow well, and you you have the billy beer uh yeah i do have you have beer. a billy beer yeah, can i do have a billy beer can i'm sure it'll be worth something someday Let's see how much that uh be. it's also belly laugh day some that's not the only way we can laugh uh, national compliment day that's a nice shirt you're wearing oh, john thank you. they're gonna say oh, that's it really compliments your belly well <laughs> national peanut butter day celebrate peanut butter remember when covid hit and you couldn't get Jif anywhere. Yes, you know. There's a Jif shortage. Well, there was a salmonella thing that kind of threw a wrench into that. And right. Before you knew it, they were selling peanut butter for 15 bucks a jar. Off-brand. None <laughs> of that velvet for me, fella. Well, no. Now you no have... Skippy. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. <laughs> oh, oh, you'll take Skippy and you'll like it. I'm not eating Skippy. <laughs> Skippy was the friend on that 80s sitcom. Was your wife like, Michael? <laughs> It's also talk like a grizzled prospector day. Uh, it's right. almost golden them there hills. Okay, yes. You, it's easy to get into the pirate voice. Uh, it is, you know. Golden yeah. Um, now you have a single can of Billy beer. Yes. Is it? It's empty. I'm assuming. I, I think it might be. Is the pull tab intact? Yeah, because back in the yeah. day, if you were a true collector, you got a beer can thing, uh, a can opener, and you pop the bottom and drain the beer, right. but kept the tab on. Right. I don't think I have the tab on it. Okay. I can't remember. Oh. I haven't seen it in Well, that's years. a shame. If it had the tab, it would be worth $3 on eBay. Dang. <laughs> now, if you had an entire six-pack still in the plastic ring, Ooh. that's $10. So, wow. Someday, there's your retirement fund. Yeah. I mean, other than the Gigo 401k, obviously, well, yeah. that's <laughs> yes. going to kick in. Sure. Any day now. 1848, James Marshall, Jimmy to his friends, finds gold. At Sutter's Mill in California, James was a prospector. Therefore, we all can talk like James. Yeah. Grizzled prospector. Why it's Grizzled Prospector yes. Day. Yeah. In 1888, you little kids, 1888, the typewriter ribbon was patented. Yeah. Made all the difference. Sure did. I mean, we're old enough to remember typewriter ribbons. You twisted. Get your ink all over your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is one of those things when I mention it to my kids, they're I like, have no idea. How old are you? Yes. Didn't they have like a red on the top? Right. And then the black yeah, yeah. on the bottom. You remember the uh, AP news machine at, at our old radio station, the one we worked at many, many years ago down in Monroe, had a ribbon on the AP thing, and I had to change it. Oh, there was a lot of swearing and going I on. Would, I'd have to put on these big, long rubber gloves. There was a vest because ink would be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be right. And there'd be, and you'd see me and you'd be like, uh oh. And you'd shut the door to the stand. Like, you knew. Yeah. There's, oh, swear, there's, a, there's a swear cloud coming. Whenever anything had to do with printing, I knew there was swearing around you. So. The rubber shoe was patented. The rubber shoe heel, excuse me, 
was patented on this day in 1899 by Humphrey O. Sullivan. Oh, wow. Thank you, thank you Humphrey. Yeah. Humphrey. <laughs> you know, invented. Hey, let's make these out of rubber. Yeah, that's a good idea. Is there, yeah, I mean, you bounce a little? Yeah. 1922, the Eskimo pie was patented by Christian K. Nelson of Iowa. Thank you, Christian, for the Eskimo pie. You can have it for breakfast right. today. And isn't that the same as a... Wait, is that the same as a Eskimo Klondike? Pie. Um, yeah, it's not the ice cream sandwich. Yeah, it's... Well, is a it Klondike the, is like the fancy Eskimo yeah. pie. Because I thought... Or, or does Eskimo <clears throat> pie... Uh, I thought it was just chocolate-covered vanilla ice cream. I think it's like... I think... Like, might it have, like, br- <laughs> these are the important questions. Did it have the I little nuts on the top, the little oh. crunchies? <laughs> I think it was more like a pie. I think it was more the Eskimo uh, pie. No, it I was just it was a, ice cream no, pie. you're right, just a chocolate-covered uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a you get on a stick. That's pretty good. The Kruger Brewery Company in 1935 sold the first beer in cans. Oh. Thus, Beer Can Appreciation Day. Right. It was ale or beer, depending on which one you wanted. Old Kruger. Give me a Kruger. Apparently, people like getting their beer in a can so much, they said, this this could take off. Right. Now, back then, there was no pull tabs. You had to take one of those things and put it. Yeah. And you had to put it on the it other side, too. It was a steel too, can. Yeah. You know, so. The Clash. I'm not that old. I just <laughs> no. We just read about it when <laughs> we were kids. Well, yeah. It was part of being a beer can collector <laughs> aficionado. Sure. You knew that was a hard can in Oh, yeah. Valentine. You, you, oh, couldn't, sure. you couldn't crush it? Like, no. Damn. No. <laughs> if you did, you were freaking you, you Popeye. Don't wanna, you don't want to do one of those things where you put it on your forehead, you know, <laughs> to knock yourself out. 1979, The Clash released their first single in the U.S., I Fought the Law. And the law won. Wasn't Steve. that Bobby Fuller? Yeah, but The, the yeah. Clash did their they cover, and that's, right. that's what brought them over here to the States. Oh, okay. All right. And that punk rock movement. Steven Tyler, 1981. Stephen of Aerosmith, of course. Or Maud. Was hospitalized after a crash on his motorbike, motor scooter. I believe it was his long scarf that got caught in the, <laughs> All that. the chain. I'm so surprised he wasn't beheaded. <laughs> you know, so now his scooter is a rascal, but... <laughs> Here comes Aerosmith. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because I got such a bad knee and we're about to go to Disney... You'll be you, if you're on a scooter. Been, people I'm, are out there like, "Well, aren't you getting a scooter?" And I'm like, "I am not getting a scooter." I'm like, "Nope, I will not. No, I will." No, I will, you could get a wheelchair. I will crawl and have the before kids. I get on a scooter. Get a wheelchair, have the kids push around like Meister Burger Burger Meister. But I will get one of those Meister disability Burger. passes that puts me at the front of the line. <laughs> sure. I will take one. Of those. Take a, you're gonna wear a big handicap thing around your neck, a lantern with a handicap thing. My okay. knee hurts. Ouch. Can I go to the front of the line? <laughs> <laughs> like some kid that's been waiting there 12 hours. Get out of the way, kid. Little Johnny can't come and play right now. <laughs> he's got a bad knee and he's practicing the piano. Yeah. The Voyager 2 spacecraft in 1985 transmitted the first ever close-up pictures of Uranus. <laughs> go ahead. You can make your jokes. It's Uranus. Uranus. Which I think it is Uranus, but... It is Uranus. But I think after a while, they're like, oh, we got to change how we say this. <laughs> These kids are laughing in science yes. class. <laughs> he said Uranus. <laughs> so. NASA's, uh, in 2004, NASA's Opportunity rover landed on Mars three weeks after its identical twin, Spirit. They traveled separate. They did. They went they their own ways. two going together in case there was an accident. They, and they operated for quite a long time. I think spirit lasted longer than opportunity. But. It was the spirit in the sky, they said. Right. 
Sure. Thanks, That's Norman. That's what they said. <laughs> That's your two-cent <laughs> history lesson. Brought to you by Oakland Insurance. Thanks, Drew Goebel. Right. We learned a thing or two because of you today. Oh, absolutely. And if you want to learn about uh, how to make insurance work for you and get good peace of mind, Drew Goble at Oakland Insurance and Michigan-based Frank and Muth Insurance is the guy to call. 248-647-2500. Yeah. So remember yesterday I said I had the show ender and, and right. we talked about what it was going to be today. I found something different. Okay. Can we can we go different, or you want to go to the show ender for today? Uh, well, let's we'll get there in a second. Yeah, we will. But yeah. before we go there, we have to stop by Murphy's Family Auto and make sure the car is ready for the trip. Yeah, we do. You don't want to have your wheel come off like Tanya did. Exactly. Heck no. Right. You go to Murphy's Family Auto. All your auto repair and vehicle maintenance needs since 2011. They kind of do it all. We call it the whole shebang. Yes. Murphy's Family Auto, 517-552-3040. Open Saturdays, 8 to 1. Tell them Mike and John sent you. You'll save 5% off your bill. Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. And uh, maybe we should uh, give away a $50 gift certificate. Right now? To Murphy's. No, no, uh, in tonight's oh, trivia, in trivia. I'm thinking. What okay. do you think? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That's good idea. I Thank you. I Said to Thought myself, that yourself? yes, All excellent right, me. Write that down so I All don't right. forget because you know, by later on tonight, I might forget. <laughs> okay, all right, what is uh, what's all right? Our... So, we talked about caterpillar poop tea. You mentioned that yesterday, as it could be the show ender for today if you want. Okay, or there's the great M&M's controversy. Oh. Well, I already know about the controversy, which is ridiculous. But Well, I think we should talk about that controversy. Okay, because I think then people need to know before you're in the shopping line at Meyer and getting stocked up because of the big snowstorm that's coming, and you say, I need some M&Ms. Right. Here's the controversy. A couple of months ago, it wasn't discussed. It just kind of happened without any of us seeing it coming. The makers of M&Ms decided that the green M&M should no longer wear high heels in their ads and put the green M&M in tennis shoes. And Tucker Carlson is upset about yeah. this. He went on a rant, uh-huh. a rave. Mm-hmm. About a fictional piece of candy. And its shoes. Yeah. And how woke it has gotten. <laughs> and... <laughs> what a time we live in. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Less sexy and more too woke. Because we want our green M&Ms to be sexy. I'm like, what are you doing with that M&M there, Tucker? I... <laughs> So yeah. the great controversy is, and M&M's is just going, well, we just thought we'd change it we up a little bit and have a little uh, bit of fun. They're, they're candy. Was, <laughs> it's a <laughs> fictional candy. Character. Yeah. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Uh, climate change, uh, gun violence, um, you know, international war, famine. M&M's just one. Uh, we, we, we've got a, a debt default, but, but we're going to focus on candy. And the sexy shoes that are no longer. Got there. it. That's so. Some people, it just appears, just like to get upset about yeah. stuff for the purpose of getting upset. Well, I'm, I'm not against being upset. <laughs> I'm actually quite good at it. <laughs> you are pretty good at. It. Yeah, it's what you well, get upset about. But the thing, yeah, it's, not silly it's, things like candy. Now, if you want to get upset about a printer, that makes that's perfect sense. Thing. Now that's that that makes sense right there. That's that, just that's yeah. perfect. So yeah. Anyway, here's what you do. If you, too, are upset about the green M&Ms and no longer having sexy shoes, right? when you buy M&Ms, 
if you buy M and M's. Well, no, maybe you haven't. Bo- maybe you've boycotted M and M's right, now. Right. But if you buy them, you could just leave the green ones alone, or throw them away, or just suck it, and the green <laughs> shell will be gone. You know what? I think you have the perfect solution here. Especially <laughs> suck it. <laughs> just, just suck it. <clears throat> With Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.